Today we are chatting with Camille Mummery, a nurse who was diagnosed with bowel cancer at the age of 41. Like myself and many more who experienced bowel cancer, she was told she was too young to have the disease. It took many attempts to get to the bottom of her symptoms. Camille, thank you for joining us here today on the Bottom Line podcast. Thank you for having me. You presented to the emergency department three times before being recommended for further investigation. Can you talk us through those initial visits and the symptoms you had? Okay, so I started having symptoms around the age of 38 years of age. I'd not long come back from overseas and I thought I'd had a stomach bug and that's why I thought my stools had changed. So I went and seen a local doctor and they ran some tests and um, they took a stool sample and they sent it away and it came back that possibly bowel cancer but possibly it's like an exotic stomach bug. And I spoke to my GP and my GP sort of just said, well, you, you, you know, you're too young for bowel cancer, we'll treat you for the other. It was recommended that I had a colonoscopy and I kind of said to her, well, you know, I'm only, I'm only sort of 38, do I really need to go and have this done? She didn't sort of feel the need that it was kind of needed um, just because everyone associates bowel cancer as an old person's disease. I was actually it was 38 when I started having the onset of uh, symptoms, but I was 41 when I was at the hospital that time. On the third occasion that I attended the ED, I actually rang a friend of mine. I was home and I'd been doubled over in pain for about two straight days and I'd taken time off of work. And I rang a friend of mine who was a doctor and he was in another town and I said, there's something wrong. I said, I don't know what's wrong, but there is something wrong. I said, and I, I don't know what to do with it because I keep getting sent away when I go to the ED. And he did kind of a head-to-toe assessment by the phone and said, look, you know, I'm not sure what's going on, but I know you um, and this isn't like you. You need to go back to the same ED. Don't go to another one. Make sure you go back to the same one because you'll be presenting now a third time with exactly the same symptoms. And he told me not to leave that ED until I'd had a CT scan and that's when I presented the third time and I actually had an argument to get that CT scan. You're, you're a nurse, how does that make you feel when you need to really push so hard when you know yourself that something's wrong? I was actually coming from a background in the D myself um, from out in the country, I was actually... <laughs> I felt quite disgusted actually in the way that I was treated. If I didn't have a medical background, I could have just easily have just gone home and dismissed it. Which many people do, Camille. You know, I didn't have medical experience or background either. My sister did and she pushed. But we shouldn't have to push this hard. Yes, that's correct. So um, I saw the, the senior consultant. This time they actually sent the senior consultant to speak to me. My obs were stable. I said to him, you know, there's something going on. I said, I don't know what it is, but I know I'm a nurse. And I said, I know what I'm feeling is not right. And as a person, I know my own body. And, you know, there's something going on. I don't know what it is that's going on, but something's not right. I eventually got a CAT scan, which showed a mass in the top of my column. And um, when when the senior consultant came back into the room, he handed me the report 
he told me he'd already found a, a surgical team take me on in another hospital. You've said to me, I think you think it's really important for people to hear real stories. And you said as a nurse, you didn't have a real understanding of bowel cancer and their symptoms. And I'm exactly the same. I didn't know anything about it, which is why both yourself and I want to talk about this. What do you want to tell others in the health sector about bowel cancer? I'd like to tell them that it's not an old person's disease anymore. And in fact, in Australia and Scandinavia, have the highest bowel cancer rates in the world. And some people are in their teens and younger. The new average age isn't 50 and above. It's a lot lower now. And that needs to be taken into consideration and testing needs to be done at a lot earlier stage than what it is. You went through chemo, which is tough. What helped you get through chemo? Uh, my older daughter, number one, helped me get through my chemo. Uh, she was doing full-time uni and looking after me. She became my carer. But um, not only that is I had a bunch of wonderful ladies. Um, I contacted the church after my second chemo. I wasn't sure that I was going to make it and um, I wanted to, someone to come and spend some time with me. And so I rang a local church and they sent a lady out and she actually told my story to some other ladies in the church with my, with my permission and um, they came around and started supporting me. Were these women known to you or were they complete strangers that just came in and helped you through? They were complete strangers who just who just came in and surrounded not just me but my girls as well with just lots of care and love and practical support. I didn't have any family here in the city so I really had nobody other than my older daughter to sort of lean on um, and talk to. It was just, it was fantastic. I went from feeling isolated and alone to feeling like I, I did have family around. Bowel Cancer Australia have a number of resources online and one of those resources is peer-to-peer -peer network. You reached out to Bowel Cancer Australia and went through that process. How was that for you? So that was really good for me. I reached out and spoke to somebody who'd been through the whole process um, not being through it myself and uh, not having any background uh, in cancer nursing, I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I didn't know whether my feelings were what they should be. So I just needed to talk to somebody who had been through the whole process, who could open and share with me and just to, to let me know all the, the thoughts and the feelings were quite normal that I was going through. All the side effects from the from the chemo were normal, and just someone to be on the other end to say you are going to get through this. This is just a process. Yes, that's. I think that's so very true. It's it's giving you a light at the end of the tunnel, but somebody who really understands what you are going through because, and sometimes you don't want to burden your family. And you spoke about your daughters. How how did your children cope with your diagnosis? Georgia, my older daughter, she coped really well. She actually became the rock of, of our family <laughs> yeah, and she was fantastic. My younger daughter, because I was so ill, um, she needed to go and stay with my mum 230 kilometres away because I was physically unable to, to care for her. So we had to put a safe strategy in place for her as well. I think it's something to be really um, mindful of and for our listeners is that as a mother, you're going through it, but you're caring and nurturing. You're always worried about your children. And that's a very brave thing to do, Camille, to, you know, 
let your child go off and be away from you. Finally, Camille, can you give me three really quick takeouts that you want people to take from your chat today? I guess the thing I want people to realise is life doesn't go back to the way it was post-cancer. And there's three areas that sort of come to my mind, especially if you're a survivor, what you're feeling is normal and that you're not alone. Um, and you're, the way you feel, other people feel that too. So don't think it's, it's, it's unnormal because it is normal to feel the way that you feel. And I guess my second one is learn to embrace um, change. Grow from, from your experiences. You know, learn to, to love the new you. And the third one is, um, especially if you're a survivor, create awareness with family, friends and work colleagues. Education really encourages understanding. I know with my bowel cancer, even though I'm two years remission, I still get really tired all the time. And a lot of people don't understand that. They say, you're better, you don't have cancer anymore, how can you be feeling this way? But it's the new you and it's about accepting and loving the new you and educating others as well. I think they are three fantastic points, Camille, and I totally agree with you. It's about embracing change. It's about awareness. And I'm eight years down the track and I still get tired. I'm a different human to what I was pre-cancer, that's for sure. Camille, you are an incredibly brave and courageous woman. You're a wonderful advocate for bowel cancer and Bowel Cancer Australia. Thank you for sharing your story so frankly with us today. And I know our listeners will be thrilled to have heard from you, but also wishing you positive vibes. Thank you, Camille. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Bottom Line podcast. To find out more about bowel cancer or for support or simply to donate, please go to bowelcanceraustralia.org.